Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. It's your girl Jazzy Bell here, and you are watching Woman in Hip Hop podcast. And today is going to be an amazing show because we have an amazing guest. All right, she hails from New York City. You feel me? And she is one of the hottest rappers that's coming up out of the game. And her name is the one and only Savannah Hannah. What's up, Savannah? Love that. Thank you. What's up, girl? How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. Anytime I get to talk to you know a talent like yourself. You know, doing anything in hip hop is always a good day for me here on the podcast. So I'm honored. And thanks for being here. I'm honored as well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, let's get right into it. Because, yes, thank you. First of all, I know we talked about this before we started, but like, you look amazing. I, I love to give it up to the girls that come in and be very professional about this stuff. Like, That's you're a tight environment. That's all we, that's all it is. All it is. So thank you. You look stunning yourself. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Now listen, I have interviewed just about everybody, even when it comes to like people in Hollywood, because a lot of people know I do my thing on the red carpets and all that. I do a lot of TV and film stuff. But when it comes to this podcast, my first love is and will always be hip hop. And so, especially women in hip hop. And when I say I interview people from like Roxanne Chate to where it started with MC Chirac to wow. where we are now with the little Kims of the world, shout out to Nicki Minaj. Like, I love speaking with this new generation, this influx of females that's really killing it because now I just, I'm starting to feel like I'm in the 90s again with like little Kim Ladies Night and with Foxy Brown or Queen Latifah was doing their thing. So, this season of Women in Hip Hop, I want to shed light on the young girls like yourself that's really killing in the game. So I want people that may not be familiar to get familiar with you today. So I know I said in the intro that you are from New York City, baby. Right. Yes. Well, thank you first and foremost for everything and for you wanting to interview me and you like really um, putting the light on the fact that you like to you love to give people a platform like myself to say who we are. And you know how it is being a, a, a female on the rise. It's, we need, we need more use, right? So <laughs> thank you for that. But yes, uh, Savannah Hannah, Bronx, New York, born and raised entire life. Been here, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's what it is, yep. Shout out to the BX where hip hop started. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So when it came to you coming up in, in the Bronx, who was some of the girls that you looked up to? Some of the girls that I looked up to, I definitely, of course, I definitely looked up to um, Nicki Minaj, for sure. Every Everyone does. I looked up to, um, I love Missy Elliott. I love E. Um, I, being from New York, I really was uh, filled up with a lot of male rap, to be honest with you. Dipset, Cameron, Jadakiss, uh, the, the Jim Jones, um, everyone... Just the loud, aggressive, uh, fabulous 
the rappers with the big egos. And that's what my mother had me on from when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Very, very into that bracket of music. Yeah. And I think it shows in my style, too. I'm pretty aggressive, as they call it, I guess. Yeah. 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 So you, it was a lot of that. A lot of that, definitely. You definitely are aggressive, and we love it. And we love it. <laughs> I know you said shout out to your moms that that was some of the people that she was listening to and some of the guys that you mentioned. Talk to me about your upbringing. So you mentioned your mother. So how was that? Do you have any siblings? And like, when were you first introduced to hip hop? What was like the first song you remember like by heart? So, um, yeah, I have, uh, I'm the only girl out of six brothers. Um, my mother, my mother definitely played a lot of music around me. My dad, he actually rapped too. Um, so I grew up like hearing him and seeing him in the studio a lot. And I think it's just always been around me literally from when I was a little girl. And I've always, I always used to pick up my, uh, what what was it? I don't even know what we was using back then when I was around nine or eight years old, I was voice memoing on like little computers and I've always been into my, this sounds some narcissistic stuff. (laughs) I've always been into my own voice, but nah, I've always like (laughs) played around and like, played with my voice on like devices and stuff like that. So it was just seeing um, my dad and my mom listening to music, hearing them. And my first hip hop moment, it probably was just seeing my dad in the studio from when I was a little girl. Once again, that was, he was, he's really into the hip hop, you know, and he's real aggressive himself. And I got really intrigued by watching him and here I am. I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe I'm doing what I watched him doing from when I was a little girl. I had no clue. I'm curious. How did your father feel when you came to him and said you wanted to be a rapper? Was is he like super proud, or was he like trying to keep you? Nah, he kind of just found out. Yeah, he found out. Yeah. So my father, he's on the move a lot. He does like his own thing, and he just like seen me on Netflix. Yeah, because I had did the rhythm and flow, and he was just like, "Oh, yeah." It was kind of like that type of moment. How did you keep that a secret for your pops? Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> I mean, like, I just, you know, like, I've kept, I kept it a secret from, like, my whole family. Like, yeah. The and only you- one that, the people that knew about it was, like, my, my stepfather and my, um, my brothers. But to be honest with you, I just, I just didn't know if people would really take me serious, I guess. Mm. I just wanted to, I'm one of those type of people. I'm very, very private, very secretive. And I feel like I like to show people better than I can tell them. And. I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to pop out and that's what I did. So it kind of was like one of those moments, like, you know, that's how it was. I'm not going to lie, but. Wow. So keep it a secret like that because you're such a great talent. I'm sure that was like hard to keep hidden, but I'm with you. I'm one of those people. My mother raised me to be very superstitious. So I don't talk about. Go. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about these until it actually happens. And then I'm like. Hey, you saw me on TV? Yeah, I did that. I didn't want to jinx it. <laughs> I know you have those moments a lot. <laughs> right, yes. And Rhythm and Flow on Netflix was such a, a big accomplishment scene. Like, what, what did he say? Is he a fan of your music? Does he like it? Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. He said that, like, um, like I'm a little him. Like, my father, like, he, he sees me as, like, a little him. And um, he tells me, like, you know, you've always been into that. You've always recorded yourself. You've always liked to little videos and I've just been doing this my entire life I've always been into like just my voice and talking and I've always been a writer I've always just been really artistic 
when it comes to that type of stuff. So he's not surprised. Did you feel like a weight was lifted off your shoulder once everybody found out about your talent, your hidden no, talent? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like uh, it really made everyone take me serious instantly, right? Because mm. I feel like you can tell people once again, yo, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But it's like, when we see it, we'll believe the kind of situation. I'm fine with that. I'm going to be the one to show you. So it's like, yeah, right? So I, I think the weight, is, it definitely was lifted off. And it made a lot of people just, they were really surprised. At the same time. Mm. Yeah. Show and prove. You are if show and prove was a person, it's That's a right. man. Oh, I love that. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> now I know you mentioned uh Nicki Minaj earlier as one of the people that you listen to, you know, coming up. And you first got on my radar from the Megatron challenge. Okay. And I don't know if I'm late or whatever, but that's fine. It's better late than never, right? <laughs> so with the Megatron challenge, I don't know if a lot of people, you know, you guys are familiar um, with Nicki Minaj, that song Megatron, she put it out there. And I guess the winner of the um, Megatron challenge won $10,000 and you was the winner. So a round of applause for that. Yes. Accomplishment. Yeah, it really was. And um, talk to me about that. Like, how that happened for you? How did you, just that whole Megatron challenge process? Yeah, that was a, that changed my life. But, like, it's interesting because around that time, I was, like, um, I had filmed Rhythm and Flow probably, like, I want to say three or four months before that challenge came about. And I was very, 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 very sad that I had got sent home from Rhythm and Flow, but... I remember Jadakiss telling me, like, you need to go in the studio. Like, it's like he's seen something in me, but he's like, you need to work on your game. And I've always liked to write over, like, I was writing over a lot of beats at that time that were, like, popping, you know? Because I put on my Instagram, me rapping over these beats that are trendy and everybody was going to see it. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So Nikki, when she dropped Megatron, I didn't know there was going to be a challenge. I wrote to her beat like two or three days before, like it was even a challenge announced. So I had a whole rap to her beat that I planned on putting out regardless, like whether it was anything that was going to happen or not. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was like, yo, like Nikki's having a Megatron challenge. I said, oh, shit. I... Well, you know, sorry. Oh, no, shoot. you can yeah. say Oh, shoot. I, I, I did a whole entire freestyle to this beat. I'm going to execute this. And I actually flew from Florida to New York. And I had linked with my boy, KJ, which is shout out to KJ. That's my best friend and my, that's my dog. And we, we dragged a little, um, a little motorcycle. It was broken down the block. And I sat on it and I did the rap. And I knew it and I was confident. And sure enough, I posted it and like, I said, she ain't going to see it. I must have had about four or 5,000 followers. I said, she's not going to see it, but I'm going to still try. And she liked it probably after like seven minutes of it being posted. What? So I said, Nikki must have heard it and said, I like her. She had to, because there's no way. Like, I had such a little fan base at that time. And then my life changed. Everything changed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, talk to me about how it changed because I, I mean, I saw on Queen Radio when she announced the winner, and prior to her announcing your name, she was bigging it up. She was bigging you up. 
Yeah. Tell me about the moment you find out. Did you hear it when it happened? Tell me. Tell me yeah, about. It. I had like uh, when I found out I was in Dallas, Texas, with my manager at the time, um, and. <laughs> I had seen little like lives. People were telling me she was making lives. I would jump in them. And I heard her talking about the Megatron, the competitors. But I remember her reciting my lyrics. Like she was like, there's this girl that's like, no, no, instant went like, and I'm like, is she rapping my lyrics? She remembered, I just knew. Like, I'm like, she has to have some type of connection with me or something that she sees in me. And when uh, I was driving down Cedar Hill in, da um, in Dallas at the time, yeah. and we turned on Queen Radio because she was announcing it. And like when she said it was, um, when she said my name on the radio, like uh, she was like, uh, her name is like Malibu. Girl, I was like, that feeling, it was just, it's unreal. It's unreal. It was unreal. It was like, um, I just felt like my life was going to change from that moment. Mm. I didn't expect anything like from, from, from anybody. But I just felt like God just had this, God just did something really major at that moment for me. And um, it was crazy, her even acknowledging me. And I, I, when I won and she kept her word and I got my $10,000, I never touched that much money in my life. Like <laughs> she, she, she changed, she really, that mm. woman really, she did something really, really crazy for me. Just watching her as a little, you know, like my high school years when I was younger and seeing her and like, mm -hmm. how did this happen? Mm. It just was, it was, it was deep. That was crazy. But I talk about it. I still get chills. Like, I was going to say that. Watching you talking about it now is still to me seems like this just happened yesterday. And that's great to have that attitude of gratitude. And the reason why it happened is because you know, you deserve it, one, but mainly because you stay consistent. Listen, you already did the freestyle before there was even a challenge, you know, so that shows your work ethic and it says a lot about, you know, just you being consistently great, you know, so certain things were just destined to happen. And it's good to me that you actually got that 10K because that was my next question. Did you get the money? I got it. I got it and I put it, um, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Have your moment. Mm-hmm. And I saw the video when you found out. I was watching on YouTube. Yeah, I like I broke down. I broke down, and I like even when I th when I think about that moment, it really is like that. Like she doesn't she the the extent of what she did for me, where I was at mentally, where I was, what I was going through, everything like that money changed my life. I I got my first studio. Like it was very very. It was just a moment that I'll never forget. Like. She, but she kept her word and like, she, she definitely sent me the money and like, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if my bank account is the right bank account for it or, but <laughs> I made it happen, but it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're getting emotional right now, man. I'm that's sorry. Good. I'm like, damn it. Nah, that's good. I can't though when I talk about her and that specifically it's like. Yeah. That's good. It's really, really good. Thank you for, for, you know, being vulnerable in this space. It's really good. Um, if you want to get some tissue, go ahead and grab. That's up to you. No, girl, don't worry. I'm, I, I do a little, you know, a little down. Little you know how beauty girls do. Yeah. <laughs> I get it together. I'm fine. Okay. You. What did you actually have a conversation with her? Were you able to speak to Nikki? Yeah, I had spoke to her like, um, she, she hit me up directly. She's raw. She hit me right up and she was like, oh, mama, 
I got you, what's up, this and that. And it was just like, I fangirled real quick, you know what I'm saying? But basically, she, you know, she's like, I got you, and then boom, and I got paid. But it wasn't like, you know, too, too much. I know she's a busy woman, I can only imagine, but yeah. she didn't forget about me, she didn't forget about me. So yeah. that right there says a lot about her, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I know she's very, very much, very busy. I can only imagine. Like, yeah. When she was bigging up your um, uh, your freestyle, I agree with everything she said as far as like, you know, how it just stayed with her to the point where you remember the words. And like you said, she was reciting it about the sneaker, sneaker. Like I understood, because I felt like when I heard it, it was just on repeat. Wow. <laughs> wow, for me too. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, my last question when it comes to regarding the challenge. Um, was there some buzz at one point where she was talking about signing you to her label yeah it was like i had um i noted like that came with the prize winner like it kind of was like uh she said that she would be signing whoever won so i thought when i won i'm like am i signing like the contract through social media like i didn't really know what, how it would work or how it did work mm -hmm. but like so with that i didn't um i'm not really too sure about what's going on with that but i kind of just still feel like you know, she probably just has like her stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Of course, if she does, I should be number one on the radar, obviously. Like, come on, like, you know, but other than that, I didn't really stress it though. Like, I'm not, I'm not too sure about how that, what's going on with that, but I'm just here. Let me give you a round of applause. And yeah. that's, what I, <laughs> that's what I love about your whole situation because i know you see what's happening in the media right now where people are like certain female rappers are feeling entitled they're saying certain things and here you are you want a whole challenge you want 10k she bigged you up she even talked about signing you at one point mm -hmm. and you are still at this point not even looking for anything you're just right happy to be here you know what i'm saying and you're still grinding and you're still doing your thing and you're not even looking um you don't have any expectations exactly never you never you shouldn't and on top of that you know i'm really big on like i don't like entitlement and people who feel entitled or feel like i live life and i let go let god you know and not even letting it go but i just let god like whatever's supposed to happen for me it's going to happen for me at the end of the day that woman changed my life and she pulled me out of a situation that she doesn't even know I was in nobody you know it's just like I was just in a place at that time in my life where she blessed me and I was blessed with that so it was like I'm very happy very thankful and yeah that's it like I said you know I love that now I I remember at Shade 45 when I used to work um work there and we will always you know ask some of the guests like where do you see your career because we're at a place right now where it's like you don't even need that co-sign necessarily you know especially for right. female rappers it was at a point where you feel like you couldn't get on unless a biggie co-signed you jay-z a little wayne even you know That's and right. now being in this digital space you can just put out music consistently like what you're doing and get seen and heard respected and signed That's and right. some people say they don't even want to be signed to major labels no more a lot of people are going independent so i right. wonder with you and your career where do you see yourself like what's your goal I feel like my goal ultimately would be number one to monetize from my music like completely. Um, I'm still out here doing a whole bunch of different hustles just to make ends meet. So I feel like that's my short term goal because I know it's going to happen soon. Um, I feel like I'm open to put I'm open to potentially uh, major label 
deal maybe but i'm very independent like i'm loving just the independent route i'm loving the fact that i built everything from the ground up and from just me seeing what i can do and what has generated from what i'm doing that's enough for me to know that like i can make things happen literally by myself and with my inner circle with the team team of people i really trust but um i feel like i see myself really really big like but i don't know how and i don't know when and I'm not thirsty. I'm not the type of chick that's like, oh, I'm thinked out and like, give me, bring me in a, in a, a record late. They know I'm not thirsty. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've never reached out. I'm, I'm just not, it is what it is. I feel like, if you have your eyes on me, you got your eyes in the right place because I'm definitely going to make something shake, but it's not because I'm, like, itching for it. You understand? So, like, um, I do see myself, though, making some really big moves, and I feel like I'm going to be another icon in the game, definitely. I know it. I know it. I just, it, I just a matter of time, and it's when everything is connecting right. But, yeah, you know, right now I'm riding solo. I'm independent, so. Yeah. yeah, come on, I can't live it. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this next question is kind of um, personal for me too, because everybody's like consistency is key. And one thing that I've done, you know, of seeing through researching you, you have been hella consistent, bro. Like really. So what motivates you? What keeps you consistent? I feel like what keeps me consistent is like, um, what keeps me consistent is definitely the the how can i say this i feel like what keeps me consistent definitely number one is like my family my my, my people that like i roll with real close um i'm very driven by the lack of others and what they're not doing so like i feel like my consistency it it, it, it stems from other people's inconsistency so if you ain't moving with me, I'm going to show you why you should have moved with the big dog. So I'm very, I get driven and I, I, I strive off of like watching people doubt me and, 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 and watching people not believe in me. That's what motivates me. That's what pushes me. And that might sound a little twisted, but it's like when you come from constantly being dissed, shot down, rejected, talked to disrespectfully, like, I, like just I've been through it for so long that it's like, yeah, I bet. That's my mentality. Like, I'm gonna show you. Just like I said, I kept Netflix from my family. Like, <laughs> I keep big moves on a hush. And like, what drives me is people doubting me, always. That's always gonna push me to, to go really, really hard. And I think that should push everybody. When you got haters, you know, cliche to say, but you know, it means you're doing something definitely. You making something happen. The people is feeling some type of way, they feeling spicy, you know? So definitely that, <laughs> yeah. But in my family, in my, in my home, in my family, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am in awe of the answer. Thank you for that. I, I respect it tremendously, for sure. Right, listen, I've seen you. Um, whew, what was her name? I think it's the No Kizzy record. I've seen you. Um, yes. Collaborate with her. What is her name? LG, correct? LG. Mm -hmm. LG. Mm -hmm. Yeah, LG. So I wonder for you, do you have any dream collaborations? Who do you see yourself collaborating, collaborating with in the future? I would love to collab with, um, I feel like I would, I, I love so many people in the industry. They're like super dope. I love, of course, I love Nicki Minaj. I know me and her on the track would just tear the girls up. I love, um, 
I love uh, Janae Aiko. That's like my R&B queen. I love her. I would love to do something with her. Um, I love uh, Future. I love, uh, I love, yo, it's so many people, girl. If I saw this girl, the list is so long, you'd be like, girl, we, we got time is up. But there's a lot of people that I would want to work with. Let's just put, I'm open to working with a lot of people in the industry. So, you know, but definitely people who could um, really make a song and really rap. I want to be tested. I want to feel intimidated. I want to get on a track with somebody who's going to make me shake in my boots. Like I got to write the best verse I ever wrote in my life. That's mm -hmm. the kind of energy that I want around me. Nothing, nothing mediocre, nothing regular. You want to have your monster moment. I want to have that moment. I want to <laughs> have that moment where I have to write my verse seven times over and over. Seven times I wrote this verse and I scratched and I wrote it. I want that type of pressure put on me. So whoever that person is that I collab with, I want it to be someone of that height for sure. I feel like you're deserving of that right now. I know I'm talking about future, but I'm talking near future. I feel like a lot of the girls that's out right now doing their things, super dope. And I actually about that as far as how you feel about the current, you know, state of hip hop as it pertains to women. But like, I see your influence. I see your influence. Can we talk about the bad bitch genre? Genre! <laughs> I thought, yo, I'm like, I know she's going to mention that, but I didn't know when. Girl, I don't know what happened. I just was sitting in the house and I just, yeah, whatever comes out my mouth, I just record it and then boom. It's crazy though. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, right? I was just in the house and like, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. And it's funny what I, it? How did you say like what happened? So like um it's I'm sorry, not everybody fits in the bad bitch genre. It's a genre. <laughs> not everybody fits on the rasta. Right, right. Let me do that one time real quick. Nah, but <laughs> when I had did it, um it didn't even go viral. I posted it and I swear, um, I was thinking in my head, I said, I'm gonna leave this video up because I have so much faith. In this audio, I don't know why, and I left it up, and then it went viral like a month later. Okay. It's weird how the internet works. You gotta leave your content up. Don't delete. Don't delete. You never know. And that was one of those videos. Yeah, girl. And it's like everywhere. And you knew it was special. You knew the audio. That's true. Mm. I was gonna delete it. I said it only got like twenty. It had like two hundred views. And you know us people like nowadays that like dictates everything: the views and the likes. I said, I'm gonna delete. I said, Matt, I'm not gonna delete this. I got faith in this. Let me leave it up. My little audios that I be doing on TikTok and it went like viral. It's everywhere, everywhere. When did you first see that video? Kind of. When did you first see that um, the influence of that audio go viral? Who first, I guess, did a, a repeat of it? I started seeing people post it on TikTok and um, their yeah. videos were getting a million likes, two hundred thousand likes with my audio. So I'm like, okay. It's influential for sure. If they're pulling in that type of, you know, that type of, I wasn't getting that from that video. No one really paid hard. They didn't even know I created it. But when I've seen other people using it and it flicking like that, I'm like, okay, my audio's popping. Um, then I seen Paris Hilton used it. And I'm like, my baby used it. I'm like, oh, all right. So now the girls is coming in. All right. Okay, group checks. I started seeing all of that and it just kept on going. It's like a lot of people that were using it, like industry people and stuff in it. I've seen it like Access Hollywood used it. I've seen um, like big brands using it. Fenty Beauty, they used it. They credited me. Um, shout out to Rihanna. Girl, yeah, shout out, shout out to the queen. Shout out to, yeah, credited me. She's the, and they're the only ones that credited me. It's a whole bunch of brands that was using it. And like, they're the only ones that even gave me credit. But I yeah. I one. Yeah. Um, 
people tag me. To be honest, like I didn't even, I don't, my notifications are off. So I don't know, like I turned them off, but. As a creative, as much as a black woman, as a black woman creative, um, I'm not gonna lie, to hear that it sounds, I'm a bit frustrated, you know, to hear that here you are creating something that went viral that, a lot of the people that's not from our culture is like benefiting from. Like you said, you sit there with 200 likes and everybody else with blue checks got 2 million likes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, shout out. That's why I love the fact that you said Rihanna actually credited you. I believe I saw it on Misguided. Was was yeah. that the? Yeah, Misguided used it too. And they like put it on their website and everything. But I was like, okay. Can I get some clothes or something? Um, hello? Like, <laughs> That's where my winter coat was from, so it was interesting. I'm like, <laughs> right? Then put me on it. They got a whole campaign with my thing on it, so I was like, okay, that's interesting. I, guess. I know a lot of black creators at one point kind of boycotted the whole TikTok because they felt like they wasn't being credited. I mean, how did how did you feel about like how do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel like um, I'll be real. Like, I definitely feel like they got to work on that. TikTok has to work on giving. Uh, the especially the black creators specifically. Let's scratch the BS. Like the black creators on TikTok, I feel like our accounts are always at risk for being banned. And from what I heard, it seems like this is a thing that's been going on. Um, I had, you know, I went online with it. I was bringing it online because after a while, they had me on their radio. I was on um, Sirius XM. They were like playing the the bad the the bad bitch thing. They had it like playing. I'm like I didn't. Why am I not getting any? I'm not getting notified about anything. Like this is like my voice. Like, do does that count for anything? Or, you know? And then I took it with a grain of salt, and I'm like, all right. I decided to put my voice online, so people are gonna take it. They're gonna do what they want to do with it. But I definitely feel like that's something that I wanted to 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 make a big deal because I'm just like, it's just that's a little funny, right? No, where my credit? I don't get a shout out enough. I'm on the radio. Y'all can't be like, yo. Savannah Hannah, can I get, throw me a blue check then. The girls are getting blue check. Do something. I ain't getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, New York. I love it. <laughs> well, this is why I wanted to really do the interview with you and women like yourself is because you are uh, worthy of that credit. And I think it takes platforms like this and other platforms out there just for you to get that spotlight, that shine, that recognition for for people to know who you are because you know like i said i've done my research and i can't say that i i don't even recall seeing one interview with you yet yeah so it's it's important and that's not something against you you're doing what you're supposed to do as an artist you're putting yourself out there um but i think it's it could be your job if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. I was well, but it's our job too as fans, right? Because I'm a fan. And <laughs> just to let the people know, like, hey, this is who she is. This is where that comes from. And it's important for us to look out for each other and to um, to get recognized in that sense to give us. Because I feel like if we're not going to do it for each other, then they're not going to do it for us. So it's just important. It was really important for me to talk about that with you because that's so big. And I just see you doing more and more great things with your talent. You are a queen. You are a queen. You are so, you're a queen. I just want you to know that. Thank you. This means a lot to me. Everything you're saying is very, thank you. Thank you. Because like you said, it's needed. And I feel like, yeah, like I said in the beginning, we need more of this, you know, because it's a lot of, 
and people are quick to throw shade. They're quick to be, they like the stuff that's, you know, messy and let's, let's bring this girl down. And mm. I'm just out here just, you know, I'm just pushing. So it's like, it means a lot to me, you know, to, for you to be this, for me and for artists like myself that are independent. I don't have no management. I don't have any label behind me, nothing at all. You're giving me an opportunity and you're giving me a, a chance to voice my opinion and say who I am on, on your platform as well. And I appreciate that. So I want you to know that. Thank you. Thank you You're welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> so before, before we end this, I mean, is there anything that you want your fans to know as far as like what to expect, what's coming up next? Mm -hmm. You know, you want to shout out to the bad bitch genre. What do you want to say? Yes. So definitely, y'all be on the lookout for me. Um, I'm hot. Um, I'm, 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 I'm. The more time is is going, while y'all sleeping. I'm seasoning it up. You know, I'm in the studio. I'm writing. So it's just going to get better and better. Um, I'm doing a lot of new music. I do a lot of sync work. Uh, shout out to Lyric House, which is my sync label. So I've been working with them a lot. Um, I have a lot of music coming out with them. Um, it's different from like the major labels and all of that stuff. That work is a different bracket, but I fell in love with that as well. Um, and I'm doing a lot of my work my own work. So be prepared for an album, be prepared for new singles, new videos, and get used to my voice. Cause I'm tired of y'all under my stuff. Oh, your voice is annoying. Your voice is, but my voice is everywhere, honey. Y'all using it. So I don't want to hear that shit no more, damn it. <laughs> yes, and shout out to my people. Shout out to my boy KJ once again. Um, shout out to everybody who believes in me and Miss Jazzy Bell. Shout out to you too. Like I said, you're a queen. Thank you so much. Give me the opportunity. <laughs> you're so welcome. So welcome. So I know I'm gonna have you back on again one of these days, but I like I said, I love to give get the girls when they, you know, fresh coming out, you know, because they'll get crazy soon. Watch. Next time we talk, you're gonna be like, girl, <laughs> got this going on. Watch, I got you. <laughs> ask that you got me and you and you get another and I get another interview no that's right that's right <laughs> for sure <laughs> but I'm not worried about you I just want to see you prosper I want to see you win and um yeah good luck with everything and if you need anything please hit me up however I can help thank I'm you. here thank you so <laughs> okay. much this is amazing thank you you're welcome all right thank you so much for this interview Savannah Hannah <laughs> What you did earlier? How I go? Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Hey! <laughs> now, before I go, I always like to ask my guests if you can give me one word to describe the feeling that you feel right now. Not a phrase, not a sentence, but one word. What would it be? Inspired. Inspired. All right. Thank you, Samantha. How do you heard it here first? I'm your girl. Check it out. Woman in Hip Hop. Deuces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. 
So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.